12 years ago, when I started my gentle parenting journey, all I wanted to do was to raise an emotionally healthy child. At the time, I didn't have my twins. I had my kids in foster care. And I knew that they were not emotionally healthy because they came from the opposite of what it is an emotionally healthy house. And I knew that things needed to start with me, showing up as a healthy adult so this child could heal his wounds and learn the habits of an emotionally healthy person. And I developed them. And now I have to tell you that this child is a thriving adult who is emotionally healthy. Hello, my name is Marcela Collier. I am the head coach of HIC Parenting Education Agency. We are an agency committed to support parents to break free from their reactivity cycles, their angry reaction cycles, their disconnection cycles, and bringing peace so they can bring peace to their homes and raise emotionally healthy children. If that's a topic that you want to learn more, then I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast or to our YouTube channel if you are watching us from YouTube. And today I'm going to share with you the three habits that I developed to become a healthy and emotionally healthy parent myself. So I was able to model that emotional intelligence back to my child in foster care who saw the opposite of what it is emotional health when he was living with his bio parents. I'm Rachel and I'm Marcela and you're listening to the Parenting with Understanding podcast. We are parenting coaches who have helped millions of parents like you all over the world go from feeling isolated and hopeless, unable to break the cycle of permissive or punitive parenting to feeling confident in parenthood and connected to their children's needs. Habit number one, to become an emotionally healthy parent is to embrace vulnerability in front of our children. And if you ask me, this would have sounded to me like nails on a chalkboard saying like, are you telling me I should cry in front of my kids? I should show vulnerability in front of my kids? And what is the line between that and making our children feel responsible for our feelings. Let me tell you this story. So there was this mom that she had that concern of, I don't want my child to feel responsible for my feelings. She had a three-year-old. And then one day she had the habit of when she felt sad to just lock herself in her room or in her closet and cry. And the only side that she was showing to her child was her happy side, her non-vulnerable side. The vulnerable moments and feelings, she kept it to herself. And one day, the child saw her crying. And then the child looked at her and then said, Mama, are we okay? Because the child did not know what it was to be okay when her mom felt 
a different thing other than happiness. So when we embrace vulnerability, we are normalizing feelings. And when we normalize feelings, then that allows our children to feel comfortable in their own skin with their own feelings and to feel comfortable around us when we are showing our feelings. So making our children responsible for our feelings is different from our children just witnessing us being humans. And humans have a rainbow of emotions and they're not all comfortable and happy and butterflies. If we are only showing the happy side, our happy side to our kids, the message we're sending to them is that they're right as long as they're happy. Because when they feel the opposite or when they behave the opposite, when they're scared, when they're sad and they cry, then this is not normal because my mom, my parent, my father did not make this feeling normal. So my question for you is, type in the comments if you're watching us from YouTube, how comfortable do you feel expressing your vulnerable feelings in front of your kids? Let me know. So what it is actually to make them feel responsible when we blame them for our feelings. I wouldn't be crying if you would have listened to me in the first place. That's making our children feel responsible for our feelings. But showing vulnerability is just opens pathways of openness, connection, deeper intimacy. If you think about it, emotional intimacy is feeling safe to express all your feelings in front of that person that you are intimate with. And we want our children to develop emotional intimacy with us, for them to feel comfortable to come us with anything and to show us anything, any feeling they have, because these experience of emotional expression is normalized for them. How beautiful it is that this child who sees his mother cry, instead of asking, is, is there something wrong with us? Like what's going on? Then that they are maybe wondering, I wonder why mom is sad. Let me ask her, what happened to you that you're sad? So that's habit number one. Habit number two, to raise an emotionally confident child is to practice unconditional love. And notice that I say to practice and not to have unconditional love. Because we do have unconditional love for our kids. That's why I believe that every parent has unconditional love for their children. Yet, many times we fail to express unconditional love, especially when our children are behaving the opposite of noble, when they're behaving the opposite of our expectations are, 
when they're doing the opposite of what we perceive as they are worthy of love. So in our logical mind, in our thinking, we know that our children are worthy of love at all times. Yet, in our day-to-day -day lives, many times we fall short on showing that unconditional love. So this is the story of a parent who wanted to be unconditional to his child. Yet, when this child had a party accident, this parent would get so enraged and frustrated because this is something that they already conquered. This is something that they already worked through and this child was party trained and how come? So what happened? Then even though his desire was to create this unconditional love environment, that rage, that frustration led him to do things that convey the opposite message to his child what happened it wasn't about that he thought that his child was doing it on purpose it wasn't a love issue it was an anger issue his anger was getting in the way of him showing up the way that he wanted to show up for his child and he allowed his frustration to take over because he didn't have the tools to break free from that reactivity, bring peace to their party training process, to his home in general. Therefore, he was having a really hard time raising an emotionally confident child. So what happened? This father worked with us for 14 weeks alongside us in our 14-week program. And then he rewired the way that he related to his own anger. He got a customized plan to help in those frustrating moments to connect with his son and to guide them effectively yet empathetically. And this is the transformation that he's living now. So 14 weeks ago, there was a lot of frustration and easy agitation. And it was difficult to give affection to our child and plus verbalize all the unmet needs and emotions that immediately erupted out. So it's been significantly better now, thanks to Marcella. It's less impulsive, less angry thoughts, and a bit more wiggle room. And definitely a ton more affection given to our son, like hugs, kisses, affirmations and we're standing back enjoying watching him grow and thrive sometimes social media advice are just general ideas that gives us a lot of great insight but not personal customized transformation and i have an invitation for you our team of coaches my team of coaches and i opened up a time to talk to you directly in a free parent support call. Over there, we are going to, number one, analyze why despite all the things that you've been trying in your parenting, you're still in that cycle of frustration. Number two, from there, we're going to give you the step-by-step -step roadmap 
to break free from reactivity and bring peace to your home. And number three, we are going to show you how our parenting coaching services could help you get to your parenting desire faster. If you want to take advantage of this call, all you have to do is go to apply.hicparenting.com or click the link in the description of this video or open the description of the podcast episode and the link is there. There is a questionnaire. Fill out the questionnaire because we will study those responses to be prepared for our call. And at the end, we will show you our calendar where you get to book your free call. Okay, number three, the habit of setting boundaries in connection. So this was a topic that was hard for me to wrap my head around because I grew up in the thinking, growing up in a Latino household where limits were communicated to me in pain with the chancla, the flip-flop thrown at me, spanking, don't talk to me, go to your room, all those disconnected things. It was hard for me to wrap my head around of how is my child really going to get and understand boundaries if they're not feeling terrible about themselves. And the reality is that you don't have to make your child feel terrible about themselves for them to learn boundaries. It is a matter of knowing how to communicate those boundaries in a way they understand, considering their, their age, their needs, their personalities, in an empathetic way. So my sons were on their iPads, and then there was no more iPad time. I said, okay, it's time to get off the iPad. Nope, they were not getting off the iPads. So how do you enforce those boundaries with empathy when they are not even responding to the first time that you communicated that boundary? I guided them through the process. So I went down to their level. And then I said, I want to know what your decision is. Are you choosing to have more screen time now? And then to cut down on the nighttime screen time because my twins get screen time in the early morning and at night. Or you want to cut it now and then still have your screen time at night. They cut it there and then they had their screen time at night. And that's how I enforce that boundary in respect with connection effectively. What about if my children would have chosen to stay more on the iPad? Then that means that they were choosing cutting down on the nighttime iPad. What about if the nighttime comes and they're upset about not having screen time? Well, they're living their natural consequence of their choices. Simple. I put it on them and they made their decision. That's discipline without harm. So the three habits are simple. Number one, embrace vulnerability. Number two, practice unconditional love. Not just have it, but practice it. And number three, communicate limits in connection. They are not one or the other. You can do it both at the same time. 
Marcela, this is so great. I need to have all this in my head to remember it. Go to our show notes. Everything is there in a really well-written black article. Just go to hicparenting.com and the article is there. Remember to follow us at Heimfeld Club. We are on TikTok. We are on Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Heimfeld Club. And it only takes understanding of yourself to transform your parenting. I'll see you next time. Bye.